Hey there, lovebirds and lone wolves. It's your favorite sexpert, Stephanie Smith, and we're about to take a joyride through the wild world of sex and relationships. So buckle up, because we're going to laugh, learn, and maybe even blush a little as we uncover the secrets to kick-ass sex life. So grab your headphones and get ready for some scandalous stories, quirky advice, and a whole lot of laughs. Welcome to Let's Talk About Sex with me, Stephanie Smith, the podcast that's about to make your ears blush. All right, here is our next dead bedroom. Weight loss to fix a dead bedroom, a cautionary tale. Love this. I often see on here that people either suspect or have been confronted with the idea that their spouse or partner no longer wants to have sex with them because they have gained weight. I have been in this position and I thought I would share my story. My first dead bedroom started nearly 20 years ago. I was around 24, she's a female, and he, let's call him James, was 37. Sex was pretty infrequent with us in the beginning, so it was pretty much consistently dead. Our relationship was fairly casual in the beginning. He was pretty clear I wasn't exactly his type, so we were not exactly exclusive. We even broke it up for a few months. At the time, I thought I was fat, but my weight was a normal range. I just have been always been a little curve on the curvier side, <clears throat> which I think is sexy and fabulous. Anyway. Okay. Let me get back to this. Okay. He told me during that breakup that my body just wasn't attractive to him. I should have ended it there. Yes, you should have, but I was young and stupid and in love with him. And after a few months, he begged for me to take him back and to be exclusive and coupled. We had sex a bunch in the beginning and he promised that he wanted me and would make an effort to be more affectionate. I know how that is, was love. I know now that that is love bombing, but I didn't know what that was at the time. That is love bombing. Mm. At this, at, as time went on, we had less sex and he kissed me less and withdrew more and more affection from me. I recall lying in our bed together, feeling so close yet so far away, just wishing for him to reach out to me and hold me. I felt so confused and alone. He also hated all my friends and worked hard to separate me from my social safety net I had. It was a rough time, and during this time, I was, support I was supporting both of us. And I developed some pretty bad coping mechanisms. I did put on weight. Funny to think now. I've been way fatter than I was since. But I packed on. Oh, sorry. And felt the divide grow. About four years in to our relationship, I four years, hmm, I was at my heaviest, had packed on 50 pounds. I felt very much like it was my own fault. And so I threw myself into dieting. I joined the gym and Weight Watchers. Looking back, it was obsessive and definitely displayed many eating disorder behaviors. I lost 70 pounds in less than six months. I was convinced, though, that I was still fat. 
because no matter how slender I got, James still did not want to touch me, kiss me, or have sex with me until I would threaten to leave or break up with him and remove financial support. And then the love bombing would begin and die off after a few weeks. I finally grew tired of it and actually kicked him out. Hallelujah. But it wasn't my weight. It was him. Yes, sister. It was always him with who had some issue where he did not want to have sex. Maybe just with me, but it was similar with other women I've since talked uh, to about. There was no amount of beauty and thinness that would move him to want me. It was only by moving on and being in relationships with me who wanted me for me, no matter the size of my body, that I realized that the whole time it wasn't my fault that James didn't want me. 100%. So stop telling people that they should lose weight so their partner or spouse will love them the way they need. It's simply a myth, another excuse, and a long string of deflecting blame from people who don't want to examine their own hangups. You deserve love, and someone out there will love you for you, who you are right now, not who you are six months from now if you follow this diet or that exercise plan. Wow. Great story. Wow. Wow. So, well, you know, she tried it. I, I have heard this happen a lot in relationships where, you know, maybe the woman has gained pregnancy weight or, you know, just weight being from being sedentary, um, um, whatever. And I have um, seeing them start trying to lose weight and things really shift in their relationships because that person thinks that they're cheating or they won't have found somebody else. And, and on, honestly, a lot of times it's not about that. It's about just trying to fix themselves. Um, but in this particular play, case, um, Jim, James, you sound like a loser with a big L on the forehead. Okay. Um, not helping to pay for your bills seriously and taking advantage of a 24 year old. Hmm. All right, cutie. I'm really intending that you found the right person that loves you for your body curvy and all because you will, you will find someone curvy and off that will love every curve, every inch of you. And we don't need to be losing weight if we want to for our own self, that is perfectly okay and fine. And it is actually healthy. And we should always think about being healthy for our partner, because if we plan on being with our partner long term, um, don't you think that we should be healthy for each other? Like, you know, or do we want to really be like, a pain and, you know, not healthy. And then you're always sick. And then your partner's having to take care of you all the time because you're choosing not to take care of yourself. Mm. I think that people need to start thinking about less dependent relationships and more independent, meaning independent in the relationship. Take care of yourselves. Bring your stuff to the relationship healthily. Not, not yucky, not disgusting. Um, and, you know, 
I am all good with the balance of power with regards to money. Um, I've been in my own positions, so I, I am not here to judge, but I do know that um, the times that I didn't give the swift kick, mm, I waited too long. And so giving the swift kick a lot sooner, trust me, you're going to save, you will save financially, but in many other ways you will save. Trust me. Do it. Trust me. Send me a message if you do it. Would love to talk to you. If you want any help, send me a message, but give the kick. And you know what? They'll figure it out. They always do. Trust me. They will figure it out. That's the reason why they're with you is because they figured out how to be there. So they're weasels. They'll figure it out. Let them go. Give them the boot. All right. Thank you to my weight loss to fix the bedroom, which is a cautionary tale. I really like that one. Thanks. And that's a wrap, folks. Thank you for joining me on today's exhilarating podcast of Let's Talk About Sex. If you loved what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, make sure to hit that subscribe button, like, and follow us on your favorite podcast platform. Don't miss out on our future episodes packed with even more tips, tricks, and tantalizing discussions. Got something to share or a burning question? I want to hear from you. Send me a message on social media or in my email. Your thoughts and stories and feedback mean the world to me, and I can't wait to hear from each and every one of you. Remember, your sexual empowerment journey doesn't end here. Keep exploring, keep growing, and keep embracing your fabulous, authentic self. Until next time, this is Stephanie Smith signing off. Stay adventurous, stay safe, and stay sexy.